This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. When you start telling me it doesn't matter, then retire. Get out. Just a reminder, the Talk of Fame Network is sponsored by GEICO, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to GEICO.com. And you probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. Well, when we talk about quarterbacks on this show who deserve to be in the hall but aren't, you can start with our next guest. Ken Anderson had a marvelous, marvelous 16-year career with the Cincinnati Bengals. It included four Pro Bowls, three All-Pro selections, an NFL MVP award, an NFL Offensive Player of the Year award, an NFL Comeback Player of the Year award, and the Bengals' first-ever Super Bowl. He led the league in passer rating four times and yards twice and set a single-season ratings record that stood for 27 years until Drew Brees broke it in 2009. Now he's here to talk about that career and maybe, just maybe, to talk about Canton. Ken, thanks for joining us. Well, the pleasure is mine. Thanks for having me. Well, it's our pleasure to have you here. And, Ken, I mentioned all those accomplishments at the start when I introduced you. I I didn't even mention that you still hold 31 Bengals passing records. Um, Which is the most meaningful to you of all those accomplishments? Oh, you know, I don't know. I, I, I think it would be, you know, taking the Bengals to their first Super Bowl in franchise history, you know, something that had never been done. And, 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 I, and I think, you know, the way that we got there and, you know, playing uh, the Chargers in the AFC Championship game when it was, you know, 59 below with the wind chill factor and, and how well our team performed under those circumstances. And, you know, when, when Paul Brown w- was alive, to, although he was the general manager at that point, to to give him a chance with a new franchise to get to a Super Bowl. Ken, we've thought about it. I'm sure you have over the last 26 years. Why aren't you in the Hall of Fame? Uh, you know, I don't know. I, 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 I guess because we didn't win the Super Bowl. Um, I, I've heard a lot of people say that, that, uh, that had we won the game against San Francisco, uh, maybe my chances would have been a lot better. Uh, other than that, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I've heard maybe we play in a, playing in a small market and we weren't exposed to, you know, to the New Yorks, the Chicago's, the Washington D.C.s uh, on a regular basis. Uh, you know, I don't know, and to be honest, I don't spend a lot of time thinking about it. You know, you sort of touched upon one of the questions that we raise here a lot, Ken, uh, about the importance or lack of it uh, of winning a Super Bowl. Do you believe that that's an unfair measure for quarterbacks in particular, but? but also for coaches and other players that also seem to suffer from that if their team well, doesn't I, win. I, I think it's more pronounced when you look at who's in the Hall of Fame, possibly, or who's, who they think may go in when they talk about quarterbacks and championships. And, and I think they talk about that, you know, with the quarterback position more than any other position. Uh, and, of course, I think when you start talking about you know, coaches, I, I think it's, it's that way as well. But, you know, certainly, uh, you know, the, the guys that are in, I mean, you know, I always say, uh, you know, who's the, the greatest quarterback of all time? And, you know, they talk about, uh, you know, of course, Brady now with, with his number of Super Bowls and, uh, and Montana and, and Bradshaw. But, uh, you know, I go back to Otto Graham. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was he in, in the last game of the year, 10 times and won seven? Yeah, uh, nobody right. compares with that. Did you see Unitas play? Uh, I played against him. Uh, it was my first year uh, as a starter in 1972. And that was the one year that uh, that he played with the San Diego Chargers, Ooh. and uh, and we beat them pretty handily out in San Diego. 
So you didn't see vintage John Unitas, but I mean that was the end of his career. But no, no, no. Well, I I did see vintage John Unitas as I was they, going up, and yeah, you know. But it was it was fun for me because you know growing up, uh, you know, I was a big Chicago Bear fan growing up in Batavia, Illinois, outside Chicago, but right. was also a big Bart Starr fan, and I caught him at the end of his career. So you know, and Bill Nelson with the uh, the Cleveland Browns was there, and uh, so the, it, that was uh, a fun part of my early career. You know, guys like Ray Nitschke and Dick Butkus, uh, right. who were stellar players. Uh, you know, that they get a chance. To, at least they may not have been uh, what they were in their prime, but uh, they still had the name. We're talking with former Cincinnati Bengals quarterback Ken Anderson on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us on the web at talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at at talkoffamenet. And Ken. I mentioned that you took the Bengals to their first ever Super Bowl, which you did in 1981. But to get there, as you mentioned, you had to beat San Diego in what's now called the Freezer Bowl, where the wind chill, I think, was anywhere from what they call now between 51 and 57 degrees below zero. Anyway, it was mighty, mighty cold. Aside from just the pure coldness of it and the sort of Arctic freeze, what are your memories of that game? Well, you know, uh, of the talk before the game that they were talking about not playing it you know, postponing it till the next day. And, and, right. and I guess the, the reports are that, uh, that Monday was not going to be any better weather-wise. Uh, then they, they talked to a lot of people, a lot of experts, that it was safe for the players to play. Um, you know, when you watched on TV, there wasn't a cloud in the sky. It was sunny. Uh, it looked like a pretty nice day. Uh, I think, you know, if, if you talk to Dan Fouts and, and the other guys, it wasn't the cold that was the factor. It was just the, the winds that were gusting up to 30 miles an hour. You know, in the press box, you couldn't even see out. It was frozen over. <laughs> well, I, I, I know my family was sitting in a private box, and they thought that was going to solve all the problems, except uh, because it was so cold, there was no heat in the boxes. And, and of course, they, they weren't dressed for it. So one, one of our close friends who was a, an Augustana graduate happened to, to be part owner of one of the boxes and invited them up. And so they, were, uh, they weren't dressed for the worst, so they really got cold. <laughs> Kenny, do you wish you were you were invited on up? <laughs> well, <laughs> no, I'm glad I was on the field playing. I mean, and, and like I say, it, it's I, I think when you look at that game, and we only had one turnover in the game. Uh, you know, we, we played pretty mistake-free football. Uh, people thought maybe it was unfair for the Chargers. Uh, they had played uh, in Miami the week before when uh, the the temperature was high, the humidity was higher. Uh, I always tell people, you know, we beat San Diego handily in San Diego earlier in the year. Had they beat us at their place, uh, that game would have been in San Diego. So we deserve the right to play in Cincinnati. Kenny, in that game, you were 14-21, two touchdowns, no interceptions. And Dan Falk later said he was amazed you could throw in that wind. So how'd you do it? Well, I don't know. Uh, I, I think I've always had pretty large hands, so I, I could control the ball when conditions weren't that great. Uh, I think I always threw a, a pretty tight spiral, which you had to do, uh, you know, throwing in wind conditions there. I, I think we made some adjustments early in the game. Uh, as I recall, I, uh, one of the, our big weapons was throwing little swing passes to, to Pete Johnson, who was, uh, you know, maybe listed at 260, probably weighed 280. People didn't want to <laughs> tackle him and then threw one out there and, and uh, it, it didn't come close. So uh, I think we discovered fairly early that it was tough throwing toward the sidelines, so we geared our passing game to throw more in between the numbers. Wow, interesting. Uh, We had Kellen Winslow on the show a little bit ago, and he was talking about that game, and one of the things that he said was how much it affected him even years uh, later, he claimed. 
How long was it before you didn't feel the effects of that game anymore? I uh, still do. Uh, oh, wow. You know, I, 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 I tend to get chilled very easily. It's kind of, you know, you'd be outside. Uh, I, I can remember, you know, back in the day playing golf, and it's 50 degrees, you know, it, it's short in a shirt weather. You, you know, now I get I go off the golf course, it's 50 degrees, I've got everything on that I own. Um, <laughs> so from that aspect, uh, it, 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 it affects me still. Um, you know, if I'm out and I don't have gloves on, uh, you see the tips of my fingers start to turn white when the temperature gets down uh, a little lower. So th- that's why I live in South Carolina now that I, I don't have to worry about snow, <laughs> except when I want to go up and see my grandkids. <laughs> hey, Ken, uh, quick, quick question. It's just along those lines, but immediately afterwards, I mean, you had to play a Super Bowl immediately afterwards. Granted, it was indoors, but you must have felt those effects for that Super Bowl game against the, the 49ers as well, right? Well, I, I think the big effect was that uh, we stayed in Cincinnati that next week to practice, and the weather was just as bad, except now you go out and you try to practice, you don't have heaters on the sidelines, and you don't have heated benches. So it, I don't think we got as much work done as we would have liked to the week leading up to the Super Bowl, and of course then now you're, you're focused on, you get up there, and now you're trying to get the bulk of your preparation done when the weather's nice because we were you know, both teams were practicing in the, uh, the Superdome. Hey, Ken, we're going to have to go. We're out of time, but thanks so much for joining us. And I know you said you don't think about it much, but best of luck with your Hall of Fame candidacy. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate it very much, and thank you for having me on. You got it. That was former Cincinnati quarterback Ken Anderson. Coming up, it's Rick Goslin with some sound advice for underclassmen who can't wait to jump to the NFL. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Now, the reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. We're also brought to you by Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper and get a local or toll-free number or just bring your own. To see how it works, just go to grasshopper.com.